0: sorry sorry i haven't been feeling too well the last few days so I, I decided i'd take a covid test and i took it and it and it came back negative it didn't have the line at the bottom of it so i don't have covid but i do have some sinus pressure mm-hmm. um but i'm getting over it and i don't know if you can hear it in my voice but it, some of that might, might come across on the recording
1: well, it doesn't come across if you're doing a little voice, a little kangaroo well, Jack voice,
0: Kangaroo Jack. Uh hi, hi guys, welcome to the trailer blu. Uh hi, uh welcome to the trailer blazers podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Mister Kangaroo Jack. Uh, really, Ben Moon is the name. Joined by the illustrious, the elusive, the perennial mr nick kelly
1: that's me i'm not australian
0: he's not and he he, but you don't give up do you
1: i never have in my life
0: nick um you i understand that you almost beat up a man since this last podcast yeah i was was going to beat
1: him up he let my dog out of the dog park without his leash
0: you were you were quite angry
1: ben the dog park has what i like to call an airlock gate
0: Yeah, I know exactly what that is. It's
1: a gate that has two gates, specifically so that when you're leaving, you only take your dog with you. And you take your dog into the gate, you close the internal gate, you put your leash on your dog, you make sure there are no other dogs in there, and then you leave.
0: It's very simple. It's It's actually a very simple concept.
1: Yeah, a child looking at it would understand. But this dumb idiot just my dog went into the gate thing because he wanted to go home and this guy in there had his dog and he thought well since I just have my dog no one else on the earth matters so he just opened the outside gate and let my dog run out who then crossed the street to go sit down next to my car and there was like cars everywhere because it's the road so I was gonna kill that guy I was gonna beat him uh, into a coma but I had to go catch my dog, and then Jess was far enough back where I had to wait for her while holding on to him. And uh, that's the only reason I'm not in jail, is because she wasn't walking as fast as me.
0: So, welcome to the Almost Criminals podcast.
1: I was well, I literally going to put that guy into the hospital. <laughs>
0: yeah. I don't know that, that would make you a criminal. That that would just be a crime of passion.
1: Yeah, passion. I would have, I would have gotten arrested. I would have yeah. made sure I did.
0: Welcome to the Almost Arrested Podcast, folks. Well, um, I'm trying to think. Did anything happen to me? Not really. Okay, so let's let's talk about... And I did watch some things, so let's talk about what we had done watched this past week.
1: What we done watched. I'm excited to hear about this first one.
0: Yeah, so I watched Head. How was it? Um, so Spiderhead is, I think, has mixed reviews. Like some people like it, some people don't. Uh, I did like it. I thought it was. Uh, I thought the story was interesting enough, and it takes a, a an int- You know, a, a, an interesting twist. You know, you're trying to figure out uh, what the twist is. Yeah. And it has an interesting twist. Um. And you know, if you don't have much else to watch, you can, you can watch this. You don't have to watch it super close. You can look at your phone a little bit to it. But uh, yeah, it's it was it was good.
1: Does um does it have A Joseph Kaczynski tone moment.
0: Huh. That I don't know if there's like a singular moment. There are little short moments, maybe. Uh, But it is well well directed. It looks and it also like also it takes place you know in this building, so it's it was probably pretty cheap to make this, honestly.
1: Yeah, it was probably something they did uh, like a closed set covid movie you know
0: yeah that that's what i'm thinking it was yeah um probably didn't take him too long to make it i gotta check um, that out yeah it's worth watching i'd say it's worth watching um the uh you, you know what i like that that uh miles teller yeah i like that miles teller
1: yeah he's in like whiplash and stuff that's good and top gun maverick oh yeah he's a uh, goose's son right yeah.
0: He also uh, waved the green flag at the Indy 500 that I was at. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, started watching uh, Super 8 with Holland, got about halfway through it. Um, and I, I tell you what, man, you know, I, I still like J.J. Abrams. Um, did we talk about this already?
1: We talked about uh, that you wanted to go watch it and that I had never seen it.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, I can't remember if we, if we, t- if, if, anyway, my memory is terrible. Uh, J.J. Abrams is so good at directing these kids, man. Uh, And I know Steven Spielberg produced it, but it's really good. Like, go back and watch it. It holds up. It's really, really good. And it's a period piece, too. It takes place in the 70s, so Uh, real good. Oh, uh, I I watched uh, Westworld Season 4, Episode 1.
1: Did you watch all of Season 3?
0: I did, I think, yes. Um, I looked at my phone a lot to Season 3, I will tell you.
1: I didn't make it to. I didn't make it through season two. Well, I did, yeah. but I didn't understand it. Like, I when I got to the end, and this is on this is on me, not on on Westworld, and that I didn't understand that there was like, some of it was in a digital realm.
0: Yeah, it's not great. I don't, yeah, I don't really think you're missing anything, and also this episode one, um, it's not the acting in it is not very good. In is that weird in Westworld? Yeah, in season four, episode one, that the acting is not great. Hmm. Like it's not; it's either not directed well or the acting is not great. Um, what's his name, Mister um, White? Jesse Jesse
1: Jesse Pink Pinkman. Jesse Aaron Pinkman. Paul.
0: Aaron Paul. Yeah, he's good. I like Aaron Paul. Yeah, he's great. He, he's really good. Um, it, you know what? It made me want though. There are some very like tone type of scenes in this show, but it made me want a Mirror's Edge something yeah I it I kinda like t- that. it took me back to the tone of mirror's edge which was really good uh yeah so i don't know i i may keep watching it just to kind of see um i don't know it's it's just it's not great i, I don't know
1: i jump ship on that one i think you're yeah. holding on too long frankly
0: i do that a lot nick okay
1: yeah I do a lot just abandon <laughs> give up this poisonous dream <laughs>
0: I'll tell you what I'm not going to abandon is that Stranger Things man I have, I'm have i liking that season 4
1: Okay We both watched this so we can both talk about this I'm Yes Halfway through it I think Okay Okay Meh Oh you're mad on it? Yeah I just There's a lot of things Okay I know that I'm the vast minority here of Stranger Things opinions in the world There are things about it that I that just bother me so much when I watch it Oh and it's... I'll, I'll tell you a couple of them. Okay. Every time they talk about another character, there'll be, like, a reference to that character, and then a quick shot to something, and a zoom in, and then someone starts talking before it cuts away, and then a quick cut to that character with some bombastic entrance. And it does it, like, 12 times per episode, and it's starting to literally drive me insane. Like, it's... It's so cheesy.
0: I haven't noticed that, but I think if I did notice it, I'd be like, "Oh, that's just the style of the show. Like, it's I like its personal style." I don't
1: like that style.
0: Oh, okay, okay.
1: And uh, it's—I don't know—it's—it's it's something about it feels insincere to me. And really? I, f- I see—I love the characters. I think the characters are great. I—I I feel like I like Robin and Steve a lot. I have nothing bad to say about them. I don't know that I like anyone else.
0: Really, you don't even like uh, the guy that Charlie? Oh no!
1: I I was just gonna say I do like Brett Gelman. I like Brett Gelman in everything. Anytime he's in something, he's so great. Yeah, I I love Brett Gelman. The the thing about season four, Nick,
0: is they do the thing like Lord of the Rings, where you have these different groups and and you go back and forth between the different groups. Yeah, I really like that. I really dig that.
1: I uh, I just it's not something I like very much. This series, I don't know. I don't, like, the first episode I thought was real bad, and I was like, is this going to all be like this? Because it's, I feel, it feels cringy to me, like, it's so cheesy and not in a good way, it feels insincere to me, it feels like it's really self-aware. Like, I keep expecting the characters to look at the camera and go, here we go again!
2: Nick would like me to point out that in the episode he watched immediately after recording this podcast, someone literally said, here we go again.
1: And, uh, then it would do like a, a quick zoom in to something and then cut to another character and it'd be like, Hey, remember this fan favorite character from last season? And then it cuts to them like walking really fast down a hallway and then it zooms in on it. It just drives me crazy. Um, so I'm halfway through it. It is addictive to watch, even though I don't think it's really good in the same way that Grey's Anatomy was where it's like, this is really addicting, but I don't think it's good. Interesting. So yeah, I, I'm, I'm watching it. I don't like it. I don't just don't like it. I just think it's not good.
0: Fair fair enough. Hey. You are in the minority. I'm gonna get uh I'm gonna
1: I'm gonna get it for this. People people love, <laughs> right in,
0: love
1: this right show. Right into us
0: and, and uh yeah, write into us and tell Nick how wrong he is and uh how he is just a poor liker of things.
1: Yeah, uh, Stranger. Go, things.
0: go back to liking things, school, Nick.
1: I like good things that aren't really, really cheesy and cringy. Well, right into it,
0: folks. I, 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 at any rate, right into
1: Actually, it. Actually, that's that's not exact because I do like things that are cheesy, but I like a a certain kind of self awareness, and I think Stranger Things doesn't have the kind that I like.
0: Listen, if you're not a very specific type of cheesy you can get out for nick
1: yeah uh the kind of cheesy that i like is umbrella academy which i finished that season uh season three i thought it was great
0: got past the uh the uh, sophomore slump
1: yeah season three was real good i don't want to say any spoilers about it because it just came out so i would just say that i didn't really like season two but season three i thought was great and then i started watching the uh I think it's season two, but the way that Disney animated series work are very strange on Disney+. Plus. So I'm watching the most recent series of episodes of the Owl House that they added, and that's very good as well. But that's all I watched.
0: All right, sweet. So I'm, we're going to fly through a little bit of this here new news
2: This is the Dumb Dudes News Network.
0: And the reason we're going to fly through this is because we have a new game that we just, that we came up with. that We're going to play, and I'm very excited about it. Yeah. Uh, but but I do want to hit a couple of these news points. Uh, Disney Plus is working on a new Goonies series.
1: This I had not heard of, or if I did, I forgot about it.
0: This is uh, this is very sacred um, IP, you know, like very sacred and they have to really get this right um or there's going to be a lot of upset people
1: yeah uh this is one of the things where it's like you have to be careful when you it's like they keep trying to make sequels to a christmas story and it's like we're not going to accept any of these so you might as well stop trying yeah
0: so this is not like mighty ducks like did that series ever come out mighty did, ducks yeah and yeah. had uh,
1: Lauren Graham in it and, and uh, Estevez.
0: Yeah, that that something like that is not quite as sacred as Goonies, you know. So I am I'm real cautious about this one. Like, I just hope they don't. I just hope they do a good job, you know.
1: Yeah, uh, hopefully they do.
0: Hopefully they do. There is um also this um. Uh, the fallout TV series which we've we've talked about previously coming out on Amazon Prime they have cast Kyle MacLachlan.
1: Oh yeah uh, Kyle McLaughlin's one of my favorite actors so I'm extremely happy about this
0: what where, where would the where would our folks our audience uh, our listeners where would they know Kyle from Well mainly? he
1: plays the mayor in Portlandia he uh, was Dale Cooper on Twin Peaks. Uh, he's in most every David Lynch thing ever made. Like he was Paul Atreides in the nineteen eighty four Dune. Yep. Um, he was on How I Met Your Mother. He was on. Uh, he's been on a million things, but those are probably the main ones that people know. Well, I'm
0: glad he signed on to this. That means hopefully it'll be good.
1: Yeah, I, I believe in. I believe in this project now that Kyle McLaugh- McLaughlin is there. It's at least that good.
0: Yeah. Hopefully. Hopefully, I'm you know kind of exciting. maybe. Oh, yeah we've got a few rumors yeah uh,
1: these are here. these are very pin take this with a uh salt shaker at this point <laughs> but these have been floating around enough i've seen enough posts on instagram about this that i wanted to mention it there's two rumors floating around one is uh my boy ryan gosling people are saying that that he's talked to marvel about nova which that would be awesome. I that would be awesome. I would just have. I would suddenly have to cosplay. Nova. stuff like that. <laughs> um, and you think I ain't been thinking about them? Those Barbie and Ken photos. Uh, the cosplay possibilities with Ryan Gosling doing all this stuff. You're wrong. If, if that, you think
0: that. If that. Hey, listen, dude. If that Barbie movie is as good as people are making it out to be, I, I may do something from from it with you. Oh yeah, for sure. It's gonna. We be, can all be it's, Kens. It's
1: Greta Gerwig, man. Like. If anyone else was directing it, I would have written it off, but then it was Greta Gerwig and then all of a sudden it's got like Margot Robbie and Ryan Gosling. It's like, what is this? Are you going to make a Best Picture nominated Barbie movie? Uh, And then the other sequel, which I... uh, (laughs) (laughs) The other sequel. The other rumor is that Jason Segel is going to appear in She-Hulk as Ben Grimm. So uh, She-Hulk and Fantastic Four comic readers may know ahead of time that She-Hulk is like best friends with Ben Grimm and uh, they they get like lunch and coffee together in the comics a lot uh mostly when he's the thing. But I wonder if they did this if he would be Ben Grimm as himself or if he would be the thing already and that that would sort of inform us how they're going to where they're going to start with Fantastic 4.
0: I'm going to say they do, they start with him being regular human Ben Grimm. That's what I think.
1: Yeah, that would make sense, I guess, unless the movie goes back in time. I don't know.
0: I don't know either. Um, there there is one other rumor too. Well, first of all, I feel good about this cat. If this is the oh, real I'm, casting, of Jason Seale. It's great. He's really tall too, isn't he? Really tall. Yeah, he's
1: like six four or something.
0: Yeah, so he'd be an imposing thing. Yeah. If they did a costume, which you, know, you think they'd go CGI? Or do they do costume?
1: They'll do CGI.
0: Yeah, they that, do I I think so like
1: everything CGI. Uh, uh, did you know that in Eternals, Angelina Jolie's costume was CGI?
0: I did not know that. That's very good CGI, though. I couldn't tell.
1: Yeah, because they changed the design of it halfway through filming, and they were just they put her in a mocap suit instead of doing it.
0: Huh. Wow. Okay. Well, that's interesting. Um. There, oh, there's one other rumor. One other Marvel rumor. Some people think that Targon.
1: Taron Edgerton?
0: Edgar. there it is. Tar- <laughs> that's his Game of Thrones Ta- persona. Yeah, <laughs> Targon, Tarragon, That's his spice name. Uh, t- t- uh, Egerton. He that he might be. Um, he might be mm-hmm, a Wolverine.
1: See, I see this. I've seen this as well, and I know that he talked to Marvel about stuff. Uh, I really don't think they have any Wolverine stuff planned out. So this would probably be initial, 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 like, hey, if we, if we put together a thing with Wolverine, would you be interested in it?
0: Yeah, I think Wolverine needs to be down the line. I think they should start with the original X-Men from the 60s.
1: Well, they did that with First Class, didn't they? Or was that not even... No, because the, really- there was no Iceman. Okay, yeah, you're right. I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I'm of the Marvel side of things, Jess is the one who knows X-Men, and I know Avengers stuff.
0: Oh, okay. Well, yeah. So the original X Men was was Beast, Jean Grey, Iceman. Oh heck, Cyclops. Uh, uh Cy- and Cyclops, yeah. Havoc, and and Angel. Angel, And Angel. Yeah, not Havoc. No, not
2: Havoc.
0: No, matter of fact, Havoc is uh is X Factor. Oh, okay. SAR Um, I think that's the way they should do it but who knows that's like the biggest mystery in the MCU is how you gonna do mutants how you gonna do the X-Men
1: I think the easiest way to do it is multiverse because then you don't have to start from scratch you can just be like here's this and then also you can make them comic accurate and not use the fox people
0: yeah that's exactly right
1: like yeah. I swear to God, if Wolverine's not wearing a Wolverine costume, the next time I see him,
0: well, do you you remember in Um Astonishing X Men the comics, the Astonishing X Men? They they explain why they have costumes, and they're like, why don't we wear uniforms? And they're like, well, we're not the police, and we're not the military, and we have to distinguish ourselves from those entities. Yeah, you know, we're like super powered beings, so. That's why they have different costumes and they don't all wear the same uniform and that sort of thing. So that, that was kind of an interesting take on why they have costumes.
1: I don't even, I don't take superhero movies that I think as seriously as a lot of people on the internet do. I don't even need to just have a costume It's a superhero movie, you know. <laughs> I don't care. I don't need that explained.
0: Nick Nick will allow it. That's what you say. I'll allow it. I'll allow it. Guys, I'm very excited about this next segment. We have a new game. Yep. And the name of the game is Fresh Bashdish.
2: Yeah. Fresh Bashdish. <laughs> not
1: to be confused with asbestos.
0: No, definitely not to be confused. It's a lot more fun than asbestos, I can tell you, and it does not cause cancer. The Fresh Bashdish. All right, so Fresh Bashdish. This game consists of uh we have each chosen three actors, mm-hmm. okay? So I'm going to name an actor for Nick. Nick is going to have to tell me what he thinks the highest grossing movie that that actor has been in. Yep. He's going to and then he's going to have to tell me what their highest Rotten Tomatoes score movie is and their lowest Rotten Tomatoes score movie is.
1: Yep. So uh, I didn't fret. know we were doing lowest.
0: Oh, you, oh okay, yeah. Well, I, that was just for fun, honey. The the there's no this is not done for points. And we're only throwing the lowest Rotten Tomatoes score on there just cuz It's funny.
1: Okay, now I got it.
0: Okay. All right. So Nick, you're gonna start us off. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you the name of an actor. Okay. All right. And that actor is Mr. Tom Cruise.
1: Tom Cruise. Okay. What do you think his
0: highest grossing movie is?
1: I actually think his highest grossing movie is is Top Gun Maverick. I think because I think I saw an article about that breaking records for him. Uh, So I'm going to say Top Gun Maverick.
0: And your final answer is correct. It's made over a billion Mm dollars. Okay. So that's easily his his best yet.
1: And let's see. What would his highest rated uh, on Rotten Tomatoes? Yeah. I'm going to go ahead here and I'm going to guess a few good men.
0: That is a good guess, and that is incorrect.
1: Incorrect. Okay, I want to take another stab at it. Yeah,
0: take another stab. Take take two more stabs.
1: Magnolia. More.
0: Nope. What? No. Well,
1: it's certainly not I would not have the never mommy. got this.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's definitely not the money. And, uh, <laughs> Edge of, I would have never got
1: Edge of Tomorrow is really good. but It is,
0: but it's not as high as rated. Best.
1: Um, collateral.
0: Nope. You'll, I would have never got this, dude. I'm Rain Man? You. No. Cocktail. Nope.
1: Risky business. Nope. I give up.
0: Mission Impossible Fallout from 2018. 97%, bro.
1: What? But that's not the best. I guess it does have the best stunts in it, though.
0: Is that. Well, in all. In all it's, and it's got. It's got Rebecca Ferguson in it.
1: Yeah, but I feel like Rogue Nation has her in it more. <laughs>
0: Ah, oh, you're right. Yeah, uh, it's kind of tough.
1: Okay. Um, so uh, what?
0: I'll give you a hint for the lowest rated. You actually have said yeah, this movie. Mummy. It's the Mummy. <laughs> no, it's not. What? It's not. No. It's it's a, it's one of the ones you said. Did I say it as a joke? No. you I I guess you were really guessing it. Collateral. No. Nope. Okay, because that movie's great.
1: Oh, uh, uh, risky business. No. Cocktail.
0: Yeah, Cocktail. 9%.
1: 9%,
0: eh? Yeah, mm. that's really low. I've never seen that. I've never even heard of it.
1: I heard of it because I know the bar scene with him was referenced in Scrubs, and so I heard of it from there. And yeah. I know there's a reference to it in Thor Love and Thunder, because I saw it in an Easter egg video for the trailer. Okay.
0: But it was yeah. made in 1988. I was five years old.
1: I would have thought the mummy would be worse. What's the, What's so bad about Cocktail? I don't know. Alright, All right. you ready for, for, for yeah. this? Yeah, let's go. Okay. My first actor, obviously, uh, to no one's surprise, is Ryan Gosling. Yeah. And what do you think his highest grossing movie is?
0: Oh, man. Um, I'm going to say... I'm going to go... I'm going to say
1: La La Land. Ding, 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 my friend. Oh, oh I nailed it. Yes. Yeah. La La Land raked in 449 million. Ryan Gosling okay. is not a powerhouse box office guy cuz he makes a lot of indie movies. Yeah. So, not the highest of all time, but La La Land 449 million.
0: All right. Highest rated. Um I'm going to say I'm just going to say cuz I like it uh Blade Runner 2049. Incorrect. Drive
1: as God intended his highest Rated Rotten Tomatoes movie is Drive with 93%. Yeah.
0: Okay. All right, lowest rated. I ah, gosh, I really have no idea. Uh, maybe it's one of his earlier works. Uh, oh, I forgot he was in Remember the Titans.
1: Yep, he was. But
0: uh, that's not going to be low rated. That movie great. We will be perfect in every aspect of the game. Man, I love Denzel. Oh my gosh, I love Denzel.
1: That that uh, has Donald Faison in it, too.
0: Uh. All right, is the slaughter rule his lowest rated?
1: No, but uh, it's equally as, uh, like, unheard of and from a similar time period.
0: Yeah, murder by numbers.
1: Nope.
0: The believer.
1: No, uh, you're going in the wrong it's a, direction. It's, it's actually okay. this movie called Stay which i have actually not seen oh wow yeah that's how okay. how uh obscure it is and it's after the notebook so you wouldn't think he'd have to do that i wonder when he got to start choosing his movies
0: he, to know he got to uh in the notebook he got to kiss um uh Rachel regina McAdams? george on the ma- yep. yeah on the mouth yep. uh pretty jealous
1: yeah the notebook is a good movie I like it. Is it? Yeah.
2: The notebook.
0: Okay. All right. Next up for you, sir, um, it's going to be Scar Joe Scarlett Johansson.
1: Scarlett. Okay. I know, obviously, right off that bat, her highest grossing movie is Avengers Endgame.
0: Uh, yes, you know that right off the bat. Uh, and I, I, I'm curious. I don't know if um, Stephanie's listening to this, but she's probably going to get these. Probably. So you're right. So uh, Avengers Endgame over, uh, well, two billion nine hundred ninety-seven million. Yeah. Yada yada yada. It's very high.
1: Yeah. Uncatchable.
0: Um. So so that was an easy. That was a gimme. But what is her highest rated
1: movie? See, that's a good question. I know that some of the Avengers things have very high ratings, and but I think not all of them are higher than some of these other movies. Oh, what's her? What's I mean, she's in my favorite movie of all time, which is Lost in Translation, but I don't know that that's the highest rated. It's just, in my opinion, the best movie ever made. Right,
0: right, 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 right.
1: But I don't know. Let me see here. I'm going to guess her highest rated movie. No, I'm going to say Lost in Translation. And you would
0: be correct, sir. Right 95%. On.
1: I was like, looking at this list, I was like... I don't, I don't care if it's another one. I'm going to go with my heart.
0: <laughs> I almost said, uh, like, you know, you should go with your heart. Follow your yeah, heart. That's like, what I do. Follow your heart. That's right. All right. But what about the lowest rated?
1: Oh, I, I'm pretty sure that the lowest rated Scarlett Johansson
0: movie. You have heard of this movie.
1: Yeah. I just saw. Uh, Dare I say you've seen it? The Island.
0: No, I like the Island.
1: Well, I, it's fine, but, you know. That's yeah. like a movie where I feel like critics would pick on it. Uh Oh, what's the lowest rated movie?
0: We we have talked about it extensively on this podcast.
1: Oh oh, I forgot she was in that. Um, what's that movie called? The Frank Miller one. The yeah. Spirit. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> ding ding. Yeah, I, well I, I forgot she was in that. Yep. Very good. Very very good. Right on, ScarJo. All right, are you ready for my second one? Yeah, let's do it. Uh, my second, my second actor is Jason Schwartzman, who people may know from every Wes Anderson movie.
0: Also, Jason Schwartzman, Schwartzman. Yep. Uh, my, he's in uh, Scott Pilgrim. New, 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 new. He's not
1: that guy. He's he's the lightsaber guy.
0: That is, yeah, that's right. Um, tragic. Canadian sensibilities. Uh, That was one of my favorite lines.
1: He's also going to be the bad guy in the next Spider-Verse movie. Oh, really? Yeah, he's the spot.
0: Mm. Hmm. Alright, so his highest grossing movie that he has been in... Oh, we've got a few... We've got a few options here. There's the Grand Budapest Hotel. I don't know how well that did. Uh fantastic mr fox i don't think that did all that well i'm gonna so. tell you
1: he probably wishes it was a different movie <laughs> oh really <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh he was in hitchhiker's Guide to the galaxy yeah that didn't do very well guy he's in some great stuff man he's in some great stuff yeah he Rush- rules. Oh, he's in rushmore I-, I-, I think i might go ahead and say that his highest rated movie is rushmore
1: uh that's my favorite jason Swartz movie but it's not his highest rated
0: Oh is it not? Oh man, I oh, would I thought it was. Okay, let me let me figure out this uh um the highest gross the highest grossing.
1: Remember in Parks and Rec where he turned the the little family rental theater into like, like the family rental video store into a porn place because it was the only way to <laughs> keep business and then Leslie had made it a landmark before that? Oh so
0: funny, uh, oh my gosh. Man, this is a, this is actually really a tough one to, to try to figure this one out. Um I'm going to say I'm going to say Scott Pilgrim.
1: I don't know. No, the his highest grossing movie is Sing 2. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, which it, it it's a kids movie and it made uh, 402 million dollars. Wow. And I just feel like if someone was like, what's your highest grossing movie? He'd be like Sing Sing 2. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> <laughs> sing sing two.
0: I don't know, man. Like, he might hit with that paycheck and his extra house. He might be like, Yeah, dude, my lake house is sing two.
1: Yeah, he's he's doing all right, but he's great. Yeah, he's I love right. Jason Schwartzman. Yeah. All
0: right. So, so Rushmore's not his highest, uh, uh, highest rated. Is it the Grand Budapest Hotel?
1: Uh, nope. I'll give you a hint. It's actually weirdly not a Wes Anderson movie.
0: Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, Surely it's not also Sing2. No.
1: <laughs>
0: okay. God. I don't know, hope not. The French dish batch?
1: Nope.
0: Klaus. No, it can't be Klaus. Klaus?
1: No, that's up there though. That has a really high is it? rating.
0: Oh is it right? Okay. Uh alright. Um, how about last Last guess? Um
1: I'll give you one more hint. It's recent. Yeah, give me one more recent. hint. It's
0: recent. Oh is it wine country
1: it is the sparks brothers from 2021 which is made by edgar wright uh we covered the trailer for that because we we were like is this about real people or is this made up because we couldn't tell if it was real (laughs) or not yeah his highest rated is uh sparks brothers and uh i'll give you a hint about his lowest rated it's earlier in his career
0: (laughs) first of all i don't even see sparks brothers on his imdb
1: is it maybe cuz it's a documentary? Let me find his one that's not a documentary.
0: Okay. We're we're working out the kinks of this game, folks. Okay. All right. Uh
1: well, you already got it then. His his highest that isn't a documentary is Klaus.
0: Klaus. Okay.
1: Yeah, Klaus was good. I think we'll 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 nix documentaries going forward. Okay.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh okay, so his lowest rated is it um is it uh, Spun?
1: It is not Spun.
0: Is it I Heart Huckabees?
1: Nope.
0: All right, last guess. Is it CQ? Uh,
1: it is. I thought you were going to say it when you started the S sound. It's actually Slackers.
0: Ah, oh, Slackers. From
1: 2002. Okay. 10% Rotten Tomatoes. Ooh.
0: <laughs> Must be real bad. Must be real bad. All right. Uh, Last one for for you, and that's going to be the infamous Ezra Miller.
1: (laughs) My favorite thing about Ezra Miller is there was a a meme that said he was terrorizing Hawaii like a non-binary stitch. (laughs) 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 I literally,
0: literally, before we started recording, I was on Reddit and there a video of him. This guy asked to take a picture with him. And, it, and he was like taking a video with his phone. And Ezra Miller was like, maybe I should, you know, maybe I should make, knock you out so you don't panic. And he, and the guy was like, He's like, do you, do you want me to knock you out? And the guy was like, uh, what? And then he cuts the video off. <laughs> just like, <laughs> why are you like this?
1: I think if Ezra Miller tried to knock me out, he'd, end up in the infirmary
0: <laughs> yeah for sure like there's a way to be weird like y- you know how like uh jeff goldblum is just delightfully weird in just yep. the best way yep i wish all weird people were delightfully weird instead of bad weird yeah uh, like ezra miller
1: i met uh doug jones and he was delightfully weird too
0: yeah it's okay to be different and unique but don't 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 make the world a, te- a worse place.
1: <laughs> Ezra Miller's basically a domestic <laughs> terrorist. <laughs> Alright, uh, let's guess this, this weirdo's... I'm going to guess his highest grossing Fantastic Beasts one.
0: And you're exactly right. $811 million. Okay. And so then, that was a good guess.
1: Uh top rated on royal on rotten tomatoes royal tomatoes i was reading royal pains on on his imdb <laughs> um top rated top rated oh there's some bad movies on here man oh
0: yeah so the weird thing is i'm going to give you a hint mm-hmm. um the lowest rated and the highest rated both
1: came out in the same year well i'm going to say lowest rated is probably justice league no actually not oh well it's definitely the worst <laughs> I, I promise it's the worst on here um uh oh wait he, so we need to talk about kevin that was with tilda swinton i wonder if tilda made it have a high rating does that have a high rating i'm gonna guess we need to talk about kevin highest rated uh no is it city island
0: no it came out in 2012 though that's your hint
1: okay the perks of being a wallflower Yeah, that's it. Okay. That has Emma Watson in it and Paul Rudd, I think, so that makes sense.
0: Oh, yeah, they're carrying that, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Uh Uh-huh.
1: Lowest Justice League. No, you already said it wasn't. Um, The Stand, that was terrible.
0: No, he's actually in this movie, and you have already said it.
1: Oh. Uh, I said a lot of these. Yeah, you did. Was it,
0: uh... It's recent, too.
1: Was it, um asking for it yeah okay what's the rating
0: uh 23 percent
1: so not as bad as jason schwartzman's 10 despite the fact that jason schwartzman's almost in only good things now and not in jail
2: jail
0: all right so you have one more for me right jennifer lawrence j law all right j law all right, J Law's been in some stuff. Yep. Um, you know, you know what I think. What do you think? Oh, so it's a toss-up between the first Hunger Games and the X Men: First Class. But I'm gonna say the first Hunger Games.
1: You're very close. The highest
0: grossing. You're very close. I'm very close. It's not First Class, though, is it? Nope. I don't think it's okay oh man i could have sworn it was going to be that um that hunger games i don't know that the other hunger games i'm gonna give
1: you a hint man with 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 trilogies and sequels the first one not everyone saw it in theaters the second one has built hype off the first one the highest rated is always the second or the highest box office is always the second one Okay, I didn't know
0: that. I didn't. I didn't know that. Okay, so so then uh, so it's uh, uh, catching fire then, yeah. right? Yeah, that's it's Interesting. true
1: of most things because a lot of times people will miss a movie, and then the second the second one, the first movie's word of mouth by how good it is, builds up an audience for the sequel, and then depending on how good the sequel is, people fall off for the third one. So the second entry is usually the highest grossing. Back to the Future, uh, anything aliens aliens yeah
0: yeah okay interesting wow that's interesting okay so that was the highest grossing uh Ca- hunger games catching fire i'm going to say the um the highest rated probably not probably not mother i i'm going to say mother is the lowest rated
1: uh it is not uh but i think that's a bad movie so <laughs>
0: yeah <laughs> uh all right so highest uh Rotten Tomatoes score. I'm trying to look at like artsy movies. Uh, American Hustle.
1: Uh, no, but you're real close. Ooh. because that was the th- that's the second. If we don't count documentaries, because her first one is 100 percent for Beautiful Planet, which is a documentary. Yeah, but uh, American Hustle's third. If you oh, count okay. that one.
0: Oh, is it Silver Linings Playbook? Nope, that's fourth. Oh my god, I'm so close. Um. Oh, man, I don't know. Is it, um... It's not one of the Hunger Games movies, is it? No. No, I didn't think so. Garden Party.
1: Nope. Do you give up? I give up. It's Winter's Bone.
0: I, I never even heard of it.
1: I recognize the movie poster, but I don't know what it's about.
0: 2010, yeah, I wasn't... Uh, I was working, you know, working at the Science Center. I don't know. What, I probably wouldn't see that many movies.
1: I had a lot going on in 2010.
0: Yeah. Uh, all right lowest the the did we already say the lowest? We didn't we did not. We did not. Is it uh and we know it's not mother. It's not I already mother. guessed that. I already guessed that. Is it the poker house?
1: Uh no but you're real close with that title.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um House at the industry? Yep.
1: Yeah. 13% sitting on that.
0: Oof.
1: That's, a, I think, a remake of a remake of a horror movie.
0: I was thinking about this today, dude. Like, if I got a, got into, like, Hollywood movies, right? Yeah. And, and my end was horror movies, and what if I got sort of shoehorned into just making horror movies? And my career was horror movies. And so it's like, I don't like horror movies, but I've found, like, a niche, acting niche in horror movies. And it's just like, when can I break out of this and be in real movies?
1: Sometimes you don't. Sometimes you're Robert England,
0: <laughs> and uh, and that's the way it was. All right, so folks, this has been fresh bastish.
1: Fresh Bastosh.
0: The fresh bastish, not to be con- confused with asbestos.
1: If you have to handle fresh bastish, please wear gloves. <laughs>
0: You're gonna to have to have a heavy editing hand, or we're gonna have a really long episode here.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna be editing.
0: It, yeah. Um, all right. So that brings us to the new, 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 new. trailers, folks. We have an Adele to That's right. Um, all right. So first trailer we have here is Hocus Pocus Two. You didn't know it was coming out, folks, but it's coming out.
1: Yep. I uh, I knew that they were talking about this. I had no idea they had actually started to physically make it.
0: Yeah, Sarah Jessica Parker looks old, a lot older than she did in the first one. Um, And it's weird. Sarah Jessica Parker is weird to me because I don't find her attractive, but she is my sexual awakening um, actress. And we've talked about this before um, from um, Flight of the Navigator.
1: Right. Yeah, I got you. Mine's Jerry Ryan from Star Trek, so I feel like I'm still winning there.
0: Oh, you're absolutely (laughs) winning 100%. Oh, my gosh. Jerry Ryan. Hubba hubba. Yep. Yep. I, I, I'm just wondering why they wanted to make this. Like, Do you think it has a great script or something?
1: I think it's uh, capitalizing on the cult fixation. Because this is a cult classic movie, and I feel like yeah, it's well, Disney yeah. Plus wants those numbers.
0: They want the numbers. Oh, is this, this is just coming on Disney Plus.
1: I believe so, yeah. It's on the poster and everything.
0: Okay, well that makes sense, I suppose. Yeah, I don't, I don't have a, an affinity for the first one, so I don't, I don't care about this. See, here's
1: the thing: I'm going to read the plot quick. Three young women accidentally bring back the Sanderson sisters to modern-day Salem and must figure out how to stop the child-hungry witches from wreaking havoc on the world. I had never seen the first one until this past Halloween, so I don't have a nostalgic connection to this either. I'll probably watch it because it's fine to watch, you know, for a Halloween thing on Disney but I'm not super excited about it. I'm not attached to this at all.
0: Though I'm not attached to this, I'm already ready for spooky season.
1: Yeah, me too. I'm already there.
0: Yeah, like, bring it on. Uh, All right, next up we have a trailer for Surface.
1: Yep, this is uh, a woman's quest to rebuild her life after a suicide attempt and her struggle to understand all the things that led up to that moment, Uh, starring Gugu Mbatha-Raw,
0: who is very pretty in this um she's she's quite gorgeous
1: yeah she's extremely attractive uh that was my main takeaway of this trailer
0: <laughs> me too it's like i don't really want to watch this but I, I do like i do like that goo goo
1: see the thing is is that we don't ha- we, if we want her we just watch loki because she's judge renslayer and loki right and uh but i don't know this has like sort of me- memento vibes because she's sort of yeah. solving amnesia problems you know yeah and that could be good
0: could be i don't know that i'm really into um amnesia movies i'm not really I either i want her in more marvel stuff
1: i think she'll be in stuff after loki season two right she has to be
0: i didn't i do not know she I don't know. well maybe she'll be in in stuff that we want to see okay yeah i like her um Next up, we have a trailer for Inside Job Season 2, First Look. This is like a three-minute like scenes from this yeah, show. It's, it's Red Band. some
1: scenes from the show, uh, from the yeah. first episode. This is just one of my favorite things Netflix has ever done. Uh, it's basically, they were like, what if every conspiracy theory that idiots have on Facebook is real? And what would the world be like if every single one of those was real? So in this, literally every dumb conspiracy theorist... Is fact in the show, and it's really, really funny. And the voice that, cast that is, is such a good premise. It's so good, and like they, because they work in the deep state, and they're like underground in this lab, and there's like all these aliens and weird monsters and robots, and like it's just really, really funny. Lizzie Kaplan's great. Brett Gelman's in it. We were talking about how we all we all love Brett Gelman
0: in that season 1, does it does it flow real quick? Does it clip along real quick? Yeah,
1: it's really it's really fast humor. It's very good.
0: Yeah. I, I got to watch that dude. It's such a good premise. Yeah, it's very funny. So, so you're looking forward to this. Yeah, I
1: love Inside Job.
0: Yeah. Okay. Then we have a trailer for Dragon Ball Super Superhero.
1: Yeah, I I just wish I was caught up on Dragon Ball stuff.
0: Yeah, I haven't watched Dragon Ball Super at all. Me I, I don't have I have to retire to be able to watch all this stuff. That's what I, I was love. Thinking. I love Dragon Ball. I, Dragon Ball Z. I love Dragon Ball Z.
1: Me too. Dragon Ball Z. I just love Akira Toriyama's character designs for things. Ugh, you know, like
0: second to none, dude.
1: Everything looks so cool. It's so distinct. Uh, I really it's like... so
0: aesthetically pleasing. Like there's just so many things that i just like the color palette and just the aesthetics of it and everything
1: i like the characters i like the evolution of the characters i love that they age characters up which in an animated thing is always very cool and i just wanted to watch this and talk about dragon ball because i really just like dragon ball
2: i do too
0: i've liked it for years and years and years and it hadn't changed Mm -hmm. like my liking for it has not changed so Uh, did you ever see that dragon ball movie
1: yeah, I saw it in the theater. I did too. Yeah, it was real, real bad.
0: It was not good. <laughs> Spike from It uh, her... was Piccolo. And uh, uh, Emmy Rossum was uh, Bulma.
1: And Emile Hirsch was Goku.
0: Yeah. Emmy Rossum was was very attractive in that movie, as bad as it was.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: She probably wants to forget that she never did that movie.
1: I'll let her. I'll let it go. <laughs>
0: yeah, we won't remember. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I don't know that I can watch this dubbed though. I, I need to watch the, I I have to watch it with subtitles.
1: Didn't you watch the original dubbed?
0: Well, I did. I watch. Yeah, I did as a kid. But uh, going back, I like the abridged version on YouTube because their voiceovers are funny.
1: <laughs> I don't think that carries the same uh, storyline exactly.
0: I I know it doesn't, <laughs> but it's still the best way to watch it. I think at this point. Uh, All right, so then we have a trailer for C, season three. This is that Apple Plus show where everybody's blind.
1: Far in a dystopian future, the human race has lost the sense of sight and society has had to find new ways to interact, build, hunt, and to survive. All of that is challenged when a set of twins are born with sight. Now, have you seen any of this?
0: Not Not a
1: lick. Me neither. And I was like, this trailer is really cool. Like, this looks good. And I was like, but I haven't heard anything about it. But then I was like, but I didn't hear anything about For All Mankind, and that's one of the best series I've seen in like a decade.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah, they don't, I just don't know that. I don't know where they advertise this. I don't, you know.
1: I don't know where Apple advertises anything.
0: Yeah, that's true.
1: Uh, Jason Momoa is not the greatest actor of the world, but Dave Bautista's in this season, and he's great. Mm-hmm.
0: Have I ever told you the story when I was at Disney World and about the blind lady? No. Okay, I'm gonna tell you this story. So I was, at, I was at Disney World with my family. I was probably like, I was probably like 19 years old, and um, so my dad goes off to get some food or something, and we're sitting there waiting for the parade. So there's all these people around us, you know, where the parade's about to go by, and uh, and so my dad's walking back, and I think we had moved or something, um, and so I'm like waving my arms and I'm like, Dad, we're over here, you know, Dad. I'm like yelling, he, he can't hear, me. he can't see me. And then it looks like he's looking right at me as I'm waving my arms. I'm like, Dad, but he's not acknowledging me, he's not waving back or anything. He's like look, and then he starts looking around like he, you know, I'm just like, Oh my god, dad, guys, are you is he blind? Guys, like blind as a bat. And and I and I swear to you, Nick, behind me I hear in the like meekest voice,
1: I'm blind. Oh boy.
0: <laughs> and I'm freeze in terror and I in my 19 year old mind going there is no way (laughs) what are the odds like in my mind I'm going what are the odds and so I act like I don't hear this person behind me but I like kind of turn my body a little bit you know act like I'm like looking at my mom or my sister and I'm like he doesn't see us and I out the corner of my eye I promise you I see Uh, An old little blind lady, like with with with, like the, the stick and everything and the in the glasses, and I'm like, just curling up in the fetal position. I was just gonna say,
1: did you feel like two inches tall?
0: Oh my god, I was so bad, (laughs) (laughs) so bad. I was just like, we have to move. Like I was like, I was like, let's move, let's go over there because he's he's walking over there. Let's go over there. And so I I moved my whole family just to get away from the situation. I to this day I just. I just die inside.
1: Well, I bet you don't shout about people being blind in public anymore. <laughs> uh, it, uh, no, <laughs> that's very funny. <laughs> she probably uh, got a kick out of of shriveling you up, though.
0: Oh my gosh, I just couldn't. I just, I, and to this day, I go like, w- really, what are the odds? Like, because cause that, that's one of those moments where you go, I literally haven't said the word blind in probably a year and a half. Yeah, two years. And the day that I say it, I'm screaming it. And behind me, there's a blind person.
1: <laughs> that is truly Just funny.
0: An unreal, man. So anyway, see season three coming out. Yep. <laughs> Probably won't watch. Yeah, because no you'll feel too awkward. Uh, well, I'll feel real bad. Okay, the biggest booger is the sixth tra- trailer <laughs> that we have here. Guys, this is the booger of the week. This might be the booger of the month. This is a pain level 10 out of 10. And it is a trailer for Monster High.
1: This is based out of a series of toys that I know exist because I remember Jess buying them for her cousins or something. And uh, the plot is, follows a half-human and half-werewolf as she finally finds a place where she fits. But when a devious plan to destroy Monster High threatens to reveal her identity, she must learn to embrace her true monster heart and save the day. So this is... Got major 30 Rock movie vibes, like werewolf. Oh, bar mitzvah, yeah. spooky, scary. <laughs> uh,
0: this calling this young lady a half human, half werewolf hybrid is is very generous. She literally has, um, like nerd convention ears yeah, like, on her head, like weeb ears, weeb ears, and some <laughs> fake fangs. Okay, that's the costume.
1: Isn't every werewolf a half werewolf?
0: <laughs> yeah, Like, <laughs> you're only a werewolf some of the time. Is is she like exhibiting werewolf um, traits all the time, which is very unwerewolf like?
1: I feel like she's culturally appropriating werewolves.
0: <laughs> they, they probably will go into this yeah, in, in this because because like had... they're like saying their pronouns and stuff, yeah. and I just
1: it's very it just, cringy. God, it's so cringy.
0: Like the the script and the jokes are so cringy and bad and everything falls flat and it it doesn't even look good like just the look of it is very like um like photoshoppy is the only way i can describe it
1: it's very uh, much directed at 12 year old girls and not me and ben also (laughs) Uh, yeah
0: uh, obviously guys of course (laughs) it's not we're not the target audience it doesn't make it any less painful to watch this the only way that this could be any more painful if there was talking animals in it
1: there probably is, and they there probably is. God, he probably go there. Like that alligator from last week. Oh my gosh!
0: Don't remind me, you villain, you you ghoul. Hey,
1: you got back at me real hard with this next one. <laughs>
0: uh, the next one is pretty bad. It's a low budget of the week. It's called The Reef. Semicolon stalked.
1: So I actively avoided putting this trailer on the list because I am extremely <laughs> frightened of sharks. <laughs> I,
0: Why you? are not even live near the ocean. Why are you afraid of sharks? I
1: can't. I don't know. But when I see them, you know the fight the flight or fight response. Yeah. When I see them, even on TV, I get this feeling. I get really? like heebie jeebies, and, and I can't. I just it's playing on the IMDb thing right now, and it's making me uncomfortable. <laughs>
0: Uh, I'm not afraid of sharks. But, like I go to the beach and I've had a shark swim between me and the shore before, and I'm just like I was just very curious. Like I was like,
1: "Ooh, I wonder what kind of
0: shark it is." Your
1: boy don't go in the ocean.
0: Are you are you one of those people that's like afraid of like water you can't see the bottom of and?
1: Yes, uh, I don't like things that move slow and then fast, which I've said before on this podcast. No. And I feel like sharks are number one kings of those of that, and then they're in the murk, and I just hate them. Uh, I just don't... I can't stand looking at them. I don't watch Shark Week. Uh, this was torture for me to watch this trailer.
0: Do you feel like there's a little bit of a dichotomy there for you when it comes to giant ground slots of the Pleistocene?
1: No, I like things on the land just fine.
0: Okay. I, I sort of understand that fear, though, of something that moves slow and then and, but can then move very quickly.
1: Yeah, because then what if it's, like, floating in the distance and you only see the outline... And it's just, like, real slow, and then all of a sudden it's, like, right there. I just can't stand them. Hmm. Uh, The the plot of this is, after her sister's murder, Nick, her younger sister, and two friends seek solace through a Pacific Island kayaking adventure. Hours into the trip, these women are stalked by a shark and must band together, face their fears, and save each other. This is an Australian film starring Australian actors, and I'm doing a New Zealand accent. (laughs)
0: Just about to say, are they, not, are they from New Zealand? I
1: uh I'm I could do a good Australian one, but I would need to I would need more time to get into it.
0: Yeah, you'd have to like listen to him talk for a little bit. Yeah. Um this is very low budget.
1: Yeah, this is I bet I bet all the shark stuff on here is like B roll.
0: Oh, it's it absolutely is, and so that that made me think when I was watching this, like all this footage is B-roll footage from like nature shows. So when they actually get to the part where they kill the shark, how bad is is, are like the props and stuff going to be on this? You know?
1: Yeah, it's probably pretty bad. It's a sequel to a movie from uh, called just the Reef uh, that was a little more. I think a little more high budge. So this is probably like one of those direct-to-DVD sequels, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: For sure. For sure. Yeah. For sure. Okay. Then we have a trailer for Ticket to Paradise.
1: This is George Clooney, and it is uh, Julia Roberts. And the plot is a divorced couple that teams up and travels to Bali to stop their daughter from making the same mistake they think they made 25 years ago. A rom-com.
0: They still make rom-coms. They still exist.
1: I know our friend Missy, who listeners will remember from the Chris Missy episode, uh, she likes rom-coms.
0: She does. Um, I would only watch this if these people were secretly Danny and Tess Ocean.
1: <laughs> yeah, I can see that. Uh, I don't think that's going to happen.
0: No, I don't either. Uh, I do like them together, though. I mean, in, you know, in uh, the Ocean's movies are fun together. Oh,
1: yeah. Certain people have good chemistry, and these two are they. Oh, did did Jess
0: ever go back and watch Ocean, Oceans
1: 12? Uh, no.
0: Okay. I famously like that, even though it's not everyone's cup of tea.
1: You're allowed to like things other people don't like.
0: Yeah, and you're allowed to not like things that everybody else likes.
1: That's right. That's right.
0: Uh, okay, then we have a trailer for 13 lives.
1: Yeah, I... This is a rescue mission is assembled in Thailand where a group of young boys and their soccer coach are trapped in a system of underground caves that are flooding so this really happened uh, and I wasn't going to be interested in this but then I said it was directed by Ron Howard and I was like, well then it's probably good
0: probably is. I just wonder are they going to have any of the Elon Musk stuff in this I bet they won't
1: probably not I wouldn't I wouldn't
0: i I wouldn't either. <laughs> His, uh, I don't need any of his midlife crisis stuff uh, Messing up my movie, you know Yeah,
1: no, I don't care about him uh, I think some of the stuff He makes is good, but he's a <laughs> He's a real well, tool
0: Yeah, I mean even SpaceX is like, we don't want to be Associated with him anymore So
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, You know who I do want to be associated with Is Joel Edgerton, who's in this movie He is, Uncle Owen Yeah uh dude rules Vigo Mortensen Colin Farrell so it's a good cast
0: yeah stacked cast uh this is a now this is the movie of the week that would give me anxiety so the, the shark one gives you anxiety this gives me extreme anxiety
1: yeah i don't like the idea of being trapped either uh it gives me claustrophobia
0: yeah uh, I hate being claustrophobic and I've like gotten better about my claustrophobia but there I mean like still to this day like there are some crawl spaces I'm like I can only go so far
1: yeah I've gotten better at it I used to be real bad and then I did some immersion therapy with it and I, I got my head cast and then I actually found that experience to be extremely calming
0: interesting oh, yeah. so hmm. Um. so 13 lines I probably won't see it just because I don't want to get anxious
1: yeah, I, I don't know that I'll get around to it. This isn't like, this kind of story isn't super interesting to me. Uh, I don't really like movies based on true events most of the time, hmm. uh, unless they're like World War One movies, or something I wasn't around for, you know? Like, I remember this in the news, I don't need to see a movie about yeah.
0: it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Alright, so then the last trailer, the Adele to Inth trailer that we have, is a Season 3 trailer for Harley Quinn, the animated show.
1: Yeah, so this is one of the only DC things that I love. Uh, HBO Max, Harley Quinn animated series. I don't like Harley Quinn as a character most of the time, but Kaylee Cuoco doesn't do that annoying Harley Quinn voice in this, so I, I like it a lot better because she just talks like Kaylee Cuoco.
0: So this is on HBR. HBR. HBR it stars
1: Kaylee Cuoco and like Alan Tudyk is Clayface, and I think he's the Joker as well. Uh, Lake Bell is Poison Ivy. Ron Funches is King Shark. So it's all voice actors that I like. It's really funny. Uh, it's super violent and uh, very mature rated.
0: I'm about to say it looks very. This season seems extra raunchy.
1: It is. It's raunchy and it's raunchy, but it's raunchy in a funny way to me. I just think it's good. It's really funny. Okay.
0: It just, I just, the other ones I was like, eh, I don't know that I'll watch it. This one I was like, this doesn't look like something I'd like. I don't think you Um, would
1: like it. uh, So you might as well not bother. I think it's great.
0: (laughs) Yeah, don't watch this, you prude. (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right. So then um, that's the end of the movie trailers. uh, But we've got a few video game trailers. And I've actually played video games this past week.
1: Yeah. Oh, I want to do one trailer mailer. Is I was talking to my cousins about oh. why they like horror movies. Oh. Oh. Yeah. 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 My cousin David said uh, the main thing for him is he likes monsters, and a lot of times horror movies have good monsters. And he said, uh, he said unless they're talking about reboots, most of them don't go too heavy on the backstories. So then the the characters got like an element of mysteriousness and like a slight supernatural edge. So the vibes of the of the monsters or the bad guys are interesting, and uh, that was that was his assessment. That's
0: interesting that he he can still find uh, enjoyment of that element, even though they're so formulaic. Yeah, in my opinion.
1: But sometimes there's great variety in the in the lore aspect of the monster. Uh, not, yeah. Not so much the execution of the movie.
0: I got you. Okay. Well, that's good. Yeah, that's uh, that's interesting to hear. I, I I do find it interesting of why people like because a lot of people like. I mean, they make a ton of horror movies. You know, there's obviously a ton of people that like them. So.
1: Yeah. I was sometimes there's entire genres that I mean it's not the entire genre. There's a lot of horror movies that I do like, but sometimes like an entire genre will elude me and I'm like, what's the appeal here? And so I like to hear people talk about it. That happens with music a lot.
0: Hmm. Yeah. Um all right so for Vidge games I've actually well first of all I set up my office um which you have seen
1: Yes I have it's it, it rules
0: it's pretty sweet I'm not I'm not going to lie so you know because I don't have enough money to convert my separate separated garage into an office it's going to be like 20 grand to really to get it where I can actually be usable Uh I just decided to um Make the corner of our like downstairs area of my office, and so I hung all of my racing paraphernalia. I, I reset up my simulator with my old TV. I have a 55 inch LG TV. It's old, old, but it's a it's 120 native Hertz. It's only 1080p, but it's 120 native Hertz, so it will it'll do video games just fine. And so um, a 55 inch TV like right up next to you on the simulator is actually pretty awesome.
1: Yeah, I I think that would be pretty cool.
0: Yeah, so it, so it is. And so I've been playing Assetto Corsa and uh, Microsoft Flight Simulator. I did the new uh, Top Gun Maverick stuff where you can fly the F-18 Hornet. Red. And uh, so that's, yeah, it's been fun. I've been, uh, I've been enjoying uh, doing that. So I've actually played some Vigi games. Nice. Yep. Uh, we only have two trailers. Um, nothing nothing really to write home about. One is called Harvest Stella. It's a, uh, a Nintendo Switch game. And I think your summary of it is pretty accurate.
1: It's an anime version of Stardew Valley.
0: Yeah, that's that's pretty accurate. You can farm and water stuff, and then you also fight, I guess, monsters. Yep. Uh, it doesn't look nearly as fun as Stardew Valley, though. The It looks so tedious.
1: It does. Uh, Jess plays the goth version of Stardew Valley, which is Graveyard Keeper. And I think that one seems more appealing to me.
0: Yeah. Uh, I mean... You can set up sprinklers and such for uh, <laughs> Stardew Valley, so it's not as tedious. But man, this—the watering in this—looks so awful. Like it doesn't even—it look, looks unfun.
1: Well, then, like something comes and destroys all the work you did. So I don't.
0: Know. No, that's—I I already did that in Arc uh, Survival Evolved, which I famously hate. Famously. Hate. Uh, so I don't—I don't, I don't want to do that. Well, I don't want to get home from work and work. You know what I
1: mean? Yeah, I don't know either
0: and then have somebody mess up my work no thanks i'm good um then we have a trailer for hyenas which is is an arena shooter i guess arena i'm guessing it's
1: it just looks like a mishmash of other games of this type
0: yeah it's like a great value mishmash
1: we don't have a lot of video game content this week that's why we just leapt into it without doing a transition
0: yeah so you don't get to hear the new the normal transition but you know what I don't think any of you are going to care. I don't think any of you are going to write in and say, "Well, well I can't believe we didn't do the video game. I'm here in my mom's basement, and and you didn't
2: give me what I want.
1: Yeah, no, everyone's going to be real mad that they didn't hear one quarter portion. Oh uh, Heck, they just got it there.
0: It's just as good. Yeah. Just as good.
1: Like, okay, everybody. So that was the condensed video game section. If you want to condense our video games, you can Instagram us at Podcast, or you can email us at TrailerBlazersPod at gmail.com. If you're feeling like following us for just information on new episode drops, you can follow us on Twitter at Trailer underscore Blazers. And if you're feeling really generous, you can rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and give us a five-star rating and review. And if you do that, Quick Mickey's going to tell you what happens.
2: Well, I'll always tell you what happens, Billy, because Quick Mickey is always coming at you with the Like Nick, Like Nick Cage in that movie Next, Billy, I tell you what's coming. And let me tell you what's coming, Billy, a rom-com starring Quick Mickey. You say, well, why are you going to be the star Quick Mickey? You're not even an actor. Well, the twist is it's a documentary. And so well, how does that work? Folks, I don't have all the answers. Why are you coming to me? You have the Encyclopedia Britannica. You can go there for, you can go to Wikipedia, which I know, take it with a grain of salt. Or maybe you can pick up a scientific journal or some other publication that is professionals in whatever industry that they used to know things. You don't have to get the answers from me. And and even though the rom-com documentary is, yes, it is my idea, but that don't mean I know all the ins and outs. You know, I mean, you can do woodworking, but you don't know how many grains are in each board of the wood. Does that make sense? And if it don't make sense, then go read the book that's it
1: thank you quick Mickey, effervescent reticulated and resplendent as always for the trailer blazers my name is nick kelly and i graduated magna cum laude at monster high happy trailsers
0: <laughs> and i'm ben moon and i actively try to live my life so that i'm not unfun or tedious happy trailsers <laughs> And and I and I swear to you, Nick, behind me I hear in the like meekest voice our megadon